Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello again and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Adam. Lori. We get to talk about my favorite gift today. Your, your favorite, <laughs> your favorite gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my favorite gift to give at wedding showers and Christmas. And I gave my sister one. And did you? <laughs> I gave my mother one. We're <laughs> crying yeah. out real loud. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What do you We're want? We're gonna talk about the Great American Vibrator. The Great American Vibrator. You. Now, I mean, do you want your vibrator to be American-made? Is this <laughs> no, is this not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Okay. It can it can be made in China. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> be All careful right. of the warming ones though that are made in China. You don't want to short. Yeah, know. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, why? Yeah. Tell us why you wanted to talk. I know this is something that you wanted to talk about for you know, a while. Just, why do you want to talk about it? I mean, first of all, it's such a great invention. Men got Viagra. Women got vibrators. It's the V and the V. Okay. You know? All right. I mean, for sure, men. You know, Viagra changed everything for men. Right. You know, because so many men, even forty up, you know, mm-hmm. have problems, and for women, the vibrator changed everything too. She's basically assured an orgasm. I had this okay. client who was 40 years old, never had an orgasm. Never and Never, 40. as primary anorgasmia is what we call that. Never, ever, never by herself, never. Okay. She knew about it. She was a well-educated person, but, you know, she and her husband had poor sex, basically. I don't think he touched her clitoris, you know. So mm. anyway, I talked to her. I'm like, look it. You know, you get, you got to get this vibrator. You got to try it. So she texted me back. She's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Lori, two minutes. It was two minutes. First ever. She's really? like, this is incredible. And it's like, no kidding. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine having sex for how many years without having an orgasm? Never having an orgasm. And so many women do. So basically, the reason why you think it's so important is because it ensures an orgasm. It does. Okay. You know, and what I don't really get is women who use vibrators by themselves or right. have used it with a partner. First of all, I don't get why women who use them by themselves don't use them with their partner. Yeah. And two, why when they have used them with a partner, they don't use them on a night that's not going well. Well, I mean, I mean I'm I not going to. I mean, it. It's, it does feel like a, a solo activity. So, I mean, maybe that's something <laughs> no, that we it can talk, you talk no, about. No, it mean, doesn't like, have to be a solo activity. I don't think it has to be, but I'm saying, like, I'm wondering if that's why they don't use them, but more I, reason I women think, don't use them with their partner. I think masturbation is filled with shame, right? Sure, yeah. You know, touching yourself. We all grew up with those, you know, messages in childhood. Don't do that. That's naughty, all this stuff. So, Self-stimulating, I think, it has an element of shame. Mm-hmm. But to me, there's one beast. When you're making love, it doesn't matter whose hands are doing what or what equipment is being used. 
it's the two back beast. You know, it is one thing. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, if she's using it, and yes, I do think women should drive. But you know, they he can put his arms around her, or he can put his fingers inside her. Mm. It's like you know, why be just totally solo about it? Yeah, I very much understand that, and I'm just saying, I that's why I think I think what you're hitting at is what stands in the way uh-huh. of it, it being a more shared experience. Is the shame around the masturbation? Is the shame around what it might imply about people? And I mean, and do you think it just in general that people have a stigma against toys or any kind of extra things and uh, bringing extra stuff into the bedroom in general? Well, this brings me to my first point, right? Do you know how many women own vibrators in America? How many? Like 60% plus. Wow. I mean, so clearly, they're, they're being used. not not much stigma anymore. I you know you. what I mean? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's okay. clearly just fun, and I I think most women feel comfortable with it, yeah. um, at least by themselves. Would you, I know this is probably a guess for you, but what's the percentage you think are using them in the bedroom with their partner? Can, can we make it? 80%, I mean, okay. like with foreplay, can we help people yeah, can we help get, get, get there? Up there? Because I, I just think, you know, the female body is just mm. not wired as well toward orgasm as the male body. We mm. know it takes women like 45 minutes to reach orgasm. Yeah. You know, I, I, I know you're really busy with young children, but I got to say, I am so freaking busy. <laughs> yeah. I do so much. <laughs> you're saying 45 minutes is hard to come by. <laughs> what you're saying. So to speak, no so pun intended. Speak. Right, well, exactly. Do, do you think Do you think that there, I know this may be a, a silly question, but do you think like there's an addiction or a preference that could come with with vib- with a vibrator? No. Okay. No, but there is, this is what people ask me all the time, and it's a great question, Adam. Do women get addicted to vibrators? No, they no. don't. They can't. There is nothing that beats a lover. I mean, nothing. Their yeah. hands, you know, oral sex, it's like nothing beats that. Yeah. But, I mean, this helps aid arousal it helps you push you over the edge to orgasm it's like it can be part and parcel of the experience it it can be the whole experience i mean i think your point of sometimes it's a solo thing i mean sometimes you're having a hard night if you're a woman and it's just a hard night to concentrate you're trying to screen out all these other things and that doesn't mean you don't love your partner and want to be with your husband i mean it's just our minds, God, you know, our minds are like web thinkers. We're always thinking about a million different things. Yeah. And so sometimes you got to pull inside and you got to say, okay, I'm, I'm focusing. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it, on those so, nights, yeah, maybe the vibrator f- feels like it's, you know, I, I'm not there with them or something. But I would say by and large, it's a fun add-in. So there shouldn't be a worry from his standpoint that she's going to prefer the vibrator. No, okay, so I have another story. I have a good story. So my girlfriend married somebody, a man, who was good in bed. And she was she had dated a guy previously who they had sex three times a week. It was just the same old, same old. It wasn't very exciting. And then she started dating this guy. And he was fabulous in bed. And I said, oh, marry that one, please. <laughs> That's awesome. She did. And good. he's a good friend of mine. And he's he's just a fabulous guy. But... About 10 years into the marriage, I've known them for a long time, he said, Laura, I got to talk to you on the side. He's like, I don't know, but she doesn't want it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what in the world? Because I knew 
you know, I knew he was per her great and bad. And I'm like, what is what's giving? And so a, he told me she's not orgasming. And I'm like, well, why is that? You know, if you were great in bed, what, what did you not know? And he's like, well, I thought some women didn't. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I don't know why she thought you were going to bed in the first place. Cause if you don't know that, no. So I said, okay, trust me. And I gave her a vibrator for Christmas. Hmm. Came back to me six months later. He goes, Laura, thanks a lot. Hmm. And I'm like, what? And he goes, she's using the vibrator. I find it plugged in. I find it under the bed. I mean, I find it moves. She's clearly using it, but sex is not helping. You know, it is not increasing at all. We are. She so still was, doesn't want to have sex. He so was mad at you. He was pissed. Mm. He's like, great. You, you basically gave her something else. And I'm like, could you just trust me? Because I had also spoken with her, and I knew that she had gotten insecure somehow or another. She wasn't orgasming with him anymore. She was not really comfortable telling him. She didn't have good language. So we were working on that. And, you know, there, there were some problems. And she was insecure about her body. She wasn't sure that her body could get there easily. Mm. So basically, a year later, he came back and he said, okay, I got to say, sex is way better than it's ever been. He's like, she's way more into it, more enthusiastic. We're doing wild stuff. He says, it's not as frequent as I want it yet, but it is way wilder than, than it, it ever was. Yeah. And and I think that what happened is she gained orgasm security. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. You know, the vibrator taught her that no matter what, she, she was going to get there. So yeah. there was more motive. She got secure orgasmically. She got secure right. orgasmically. Yeah, right. exactly. Okay, so... Even though in the beginning it was he was frustrated in the long term, it was way better in the long term. It, it was way better in the long term. Yeah. Okay. Is there a type of vibrator, a better kind of vibrator? Like what are, if you're going to shop and start giving away vibrators as gifts, <laughs> what kind, what kind should you You know, I need to get a royalty on this because I have referred people to it for so many times and maybe we'll put it in the show notes, right? Yeah. Um, but it's on Amazon it comes in a brown paper bag, ladies, and it is called, I'm looking it up as we talk, uh, Vibrators. It'll probably be in my stuff because we actually buy them here at Awakenings because so many people are so afraid. Even though it comes in a brown paper bag, they're afraid that, you know, it will like show up on their feed and they're going to be offered all kinds of vibrators. Actually, Amazon is really good about this. They don't offer you a bunch of sex toys. Okay. So it's the AccuVibe Soft Touch Handheld Mini Massager Two Speed by Human Touch. It's $59.95. And I freaking need an, a royalty on that and I'm not getting it, but I'm going to give it away. And I am going to send this right now to Adam. <laughs> <laughs> not the vibrator, oh, just the link. Just the link. <laughs> just the link. And going to have him put it in the show notes. So there we go, kids. There's the vibrator I recommend. But you know what? A lot of women swear by the rabbit. It's basically an internal vibrator. So this one is an external clitoral vibrator. Okay. So, you know, you're going to look at it and say, oh, that is really big. Right. It's for external use, not for internal. It has a soft silicone head. So it's great. It doesn't look particularly phallic. It doesn't look really sexual. So... You know, you can hide it under your bed, and if your mother finds it when she's helping you spring cleaning, it, you know, just, oh, yeah, you know, he uses mm. it on my back yep. or something, you know. Although okay. I do I do always make a joke and tell all my girlfriends, you know, if you, you know, if I die unexpectedly, come and 
clean my room for me quickly before my mother comes. Hide the vibrators before your mother finds them. All right. Exactly. Awesome. Well, let's uh, let's come back, and there's a couple more things that I know you want to mention about vibrators, so we'll be right back. Speaking with certified sex therapist Lori Watson from Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Lori, what is an intensive? So an intensive is 12 to 14 hours of therapy all in one weekend. And it's a way to really make fast progress compared to weekly therapy. I mean, there's just so much more you can get done when you have a chunk of time. Overcome the challenges in your relationship and your sex life. Learn more about intensives and Awakening Center's other services at awakenloveandsex.com. At Matthews Counseling, we believe it is our job to come alongside you in whatever difficult challenges of life you are in and help you rediscover hope and to find the strength that you have to face those challenges. We strive to create a safe and comfortable place for you to explore who you want to be and identify the obstacles standing in your way. Oftentimes, the first step toward finding help is the hardest, but it can also be the bravest. Give us a call at 919-587-8018. Find us online at matthewscounseling.com. We look forward to working with you. Okay, we're back talking about my favorite toy. Yeah, the Great American Vibrator. The Great American Vibrator. One of the questions that I think a lot of people would have is when, how do you know when to bring it into your relationship? When is it an appropriate time to introduce it? Do you mean to use it on every sexual encounter? Like when? Sure. Okay. (laughs) So you think it's just, it's just a, it just becomes like a, I know you feel like it's I mean, a you know, the lubricant's of, out, the vibrator's out, yeah. right? The Viagra's out, whatever y'all need. Whatever you know, you it's <laughs> just like, bring it out. Okay. It's on the bed stand. The candle's lit. Yeah. I mean, it should just be part and parcel. I, I, I don't know. I, I just think, you know, a lot of people have problems, right? A lot of people have problems getting in the mood. Somebody wrote us a note, and we, we should probably do this, but I'm going to say it right now. So somebody wrote us as a letter and said, you know, you've been really promoting wine as a de-inhibitor for women um, mm. to get in the mood. But what if you don't drink wine or what if you're an alcoholic or, you know, and we want to definitely respect the fact that there are alcoholics out there. And that's a very poor suggestion. And it's not the only suggestion. Right. But one de-inhibitor is actually arousal. So this is a catch-22, right? You can't get aroused until you're in the mood and you mm. can't get in the mood until you're aroused. Well, what about using the vibrator upstairs by yourself to reach a level of arousal. It's boom. I mean, it's five minutes and you're very aroused and that lowers inhibition. Then women can initiate, you know, they can come downstairs wet. You know, it's like, girlfriend, take me up on this. This is this is easy de-inhibitor and it also gets you quickly in the mood. It's mechanical. Yeah. That's true. And I'm I'm not saying that you don't want to be seduced and gentlemen well, that you don't have a, you know, a role here to seduce. But every day of the week, every single time, it's like, you know, there's we're in a long relationship, in a yeah. committed relationship. There's 365 days in the year. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can get there. Well, I think that's what like you're touching on something I was going to ask you about too is that the, my question is I think some people would be inhibited by the because they see that as a signal that there's a problem that the vibrator should be used when there's either a physical problem or there's a connection problem and you're saying it's need it can be it's neither of those things necessarily yeah i i don't know sex to me has always been very joyful i mean i i gotta say even bad terrible sex my husband and i we we laugh i mean we 
we feel joy. Mm-hmm. I feel joy every single time. I do. Yeah. It's fun. And even when it's like fast or it's just utilitarian or it's because we're tired or we want to go to sleep or we want to hurry up because we want to go get our morning coffee. You know, it's it's fun. And so I I just I don't get this like heavy sense about, you know, people are worried about disconnection. It's like for heaven's sakes, you guys, having sex is connecting. It's like think about it, right? I mean, people if they're having regular sex, there's so many opportunities to have romantic, wonderful sex and I, I just think it's not a failure that your body doesn't get aroused. You're a woman. I mean, it just takes well, for freaking ever. Well, I'm well, a woman. Of, half of our audience is. My <laughs> half of actually only a third. You know, two thirds of our audience are male. Well, that's why, I, I, guys. I am so flattered that you listen to us. Well, that's what that I'm is saying. so I think, awesome. I think it is hard. It's it's hard for guys to get over that the introduction of a vibrator into their sexual relationship doesn't indicate that there's a problem. Then that's that's all I'm saying. But I think. But okay, I do I they know where the clitoris saying. is? I, <laughs> I hope so, but what? But what I like—that's all I'm saying. But I think what you are saying is absolutely correct. That if you see the the act of sex and of pleasure and of arousal, and all of that is as connection, um, yes. then then it changes no, how you look at it. I mean, I, I just think when my girlfriend say to me, "Oh, Laura, you know, it just must happen so fast for you because you're so in tune with sex." I'm like, "Are you looking at me? I am in a female body. I am limited." By a female body, too, just like every other woman. It's it's like, no, it, it takes just as long, yeah. you know. And I, I just think there isn't all that t- much time every yeah. single time, right? Yeah. And why should it be a failure if you just want to speed things up every once in a while? Yeah, it it is delicious to yeah. have a Saturday when you're away on a weekend at a and b you know, and you drink a little coffee and then you start the whole thing and yeah. you make love for a couple hours. That's an incredible experience. But in my experience and in the experience of the clients that I talk to, I mean, how many times does that happen? Yeah. You got three little kids there, Adam. How many times <laughs> does that happen for you in a year? <laughs> well, all right. Now, now, now something else is happening. Um, so, but, <laughs> so, Lori, let's say that the guys listening want to, they're okay with it. They don't see it as a problem. Do you think they just buy, go out and buy one and introduce Absolutely. it to their wife without talking Absolutely. to her about it? Like, you think it's a good, like, under the tree gift? No. Or uh, no, it's un- not a good surprise pile. gift. No, and okay. it's not a good, because, especially if you have a power struggle over sex, they're going to yeah. say, well, this is about you. It's not about me. But it's a discussion mm-hmm. and saying, yes, let me find one. You know, absolutely they should. And they should take it, charge it, because all of these need charging up. And they should say, you know what? I would love for you to try it by yourself. I will leave the home. I will take the children out. We will not be back for, you know, till lunch. Because women have a lot of anxiety at the first time they use this. And let's talk about how they should use it the first time. Okay. Okay. So first of all, ladies, girlfriends, I want you to use it through a quilt. Mm -hmm. And that means you're going to start in a very adjunctive way. So over your pubis bone, basically, over the mons, you're going to put the vibrator. And that's a very indirect stimulation. It's vibration, but it's just kind of getting you used to how strong it is. And then as you find yourself more aroused, and you cannot become aroused with a vibrator unless you allow your mind to go click. 
I mean, you, you have to start thinking about something sexy, something erotic, some fantasy, you know, has to come into your mind. Either that or read a sexy book. I read a really sexy book the other day, and I'm like, my husband brought it home for me. It was under the tree. It was a stocking gift, a sexy romance novel. Mm. Woo! <laughs> he, okay. he was warming me up. Right. Um, anyway, <laughs> okay, you know, a sexy book, something that gets you going, and then progressively bring it closer to your body. So from the quilt to the sheet, maybe to your underwear, then maybe to your bare skin, and then progressively closer to the clitoris. Mm -hmm. So, um, and a lot of women, I, I don't know if you know this, Adam, but for women who have um, been in childbirth, often the right side of the clitoris has more intensity than the left side. I did not know that. Yeah. It's because in childbirth, we often have injuries. And for whatever reason, the way most babies come out injures the left side of, of all your nerves. And so the right side is often better. Crazy, totally crazy, but true for like 70% of all women, the right side of the clitoris is, is a better gig. So, <laughs> so right. um, staying there uh, and then realizing that this is still going to take some time. It could take easy 45 minutes. You have to stay engaged in your mind with erotic content. You know, if you're anxious about that, that that's somehow or another immoral, think about your husband. You know, think about, God, I wish you were doing this to me, or I wish you were doing that. <laughs> you know, and think about it that way. And and then also you might want to use a lubricant with this one. And if you're young, and I think most of our listeners are about 35 to 45. That's our average demographic. So if you're young, you may not need a lubricant with this because it doesn't actually create a lot of friction. Lubricant is necessary for friction. This doesn't as much. But, you know, I'd say go for it because it's just more pleasurable. Coconut yeah. oil. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So okay. you're saying he buys it for her, they discuss it, she learns how to use it, yep. goes through all of that, and then how do they introduce it into their relationship together? So he should say, you know, I'd, I'd love on an, a night that you're kind of struggling, like, let's pull this out. You know, I'll hold you. Uh, maybe I'll put my fingers inside you and, you know, that way I'll be connected to you. And I, I love just, I love being with you and seeing you get aroused. Mm. So he makes it really easy for her to feel that arousal while he's watching. And I would say for a lot of men, big turn on women, there's a lot of anxiety. So in the beginning, maybe hold her in the dark underneath the blankets while she uses it and she drives. Really hard to drive a vibrator if you're not the one receiving it. I mean, it's just... If you're a really woman, work that way. yeah, yeah. It, it, you're just not at the right angle, the right pressure, the right place. So, and this one has a big head. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like too like he. You're telling him to make it more all about her. Yeah, and, and just so say I. I want you to have pleasure. Yeah, this sounds like it's a sure way to get there. And I know that sometimes you know I'm not doing it for you. It's just not the right night, or you're distracted, or you had too much salt, or. You know, you're having difficulty with distractions. And I'm just thinking, I really want you to have pleasure, too. So let's try this. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is. The Great American Vibrator. Anything else before we wrap up that La you haven't got to say? Yeah, last thing. I Okay, I had a patient who used a vibrator on her own. Actually, it came very quickly. So it was like a you know under a minute. And I said, why don't you use it together? And she said, well, he didn't suggest it. Like, there is something about women that they're permission seekers. Same sort of thing in a conversation with a woman. Oftentimes men, do you know how many men, Adam, I've told I'm a sex therapist just on a casual basis? Five. Because they don't ask. Because nobody asks. Ask. 
Nobody, I mean, men just at church or in the cocktail party, they never say, so what do you do? And it's like, I got this great bomb, right? <laughs> I'm a sex therapist. I never, ever say that because I'm never asked by a male, yeah. what do you do? So anyway, women wait to be asked. I don't volunteer. I'm a sex therapist. Okay. And same in bed, right? Women wait to be it to be suggested. Hey, how about pulling out the vibrator? So that's the tip for the day. All right. Ask her, pull out the vibrator. And you pack it in your luggage in the airport on a vacation. Awesome. There you go. Well, you've been listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy talking about the Great American Vibrator. You can now call in your questions to the Foreplay Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833, the number 4, PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor.